0: Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having a good morning if you're listening to this on Monday morning. I told myself that I was going to record this episode earlier in the week because I had the whole week off from work and I didn't. And I waited till last minute, Um, it's Sunday today, and I'm recording at 9pm, but that's just because I pushed it off, and I don't know, I was just living life, I was living in the moment, I tried really hard to rest, Uh, I did a lot of resting, but I also got a lot done with the podcast, getting a little organized, and taking care of some things that I had to take care of, but it is what it is, honestly, like Sundays, it just feels right for me to record, so today was Mother's Day and my uncle and I had talked about doing a Mother's Day brunch and this was like months ago and my plan my whole plan was to hire a mariachi but things happened and I lost track of time and next thing you knew it next thing you knew next thing you know it was May and It is what it is, but my uncle and I, we went to the grocery store yesterday, and we got meat and um, pancake mix, huevos, everything. Like, we had so much food, and my uncle, he cooks, like, so amazing. So, I made, like, cheesy potatoes, and what else did I make? That's it, I think. And then I just assisted with the rest, but he made pancakes, chorizo con huevo, like, omelets. It was just a lot of food, but it was so good. Like, you're not gonna get... What we got at a restaurant for sure, and then we went to this meat market called La Carniceria. I don't know if you guys have any. I know they're um all over California, but top quality meat. Like the meat was delicious, and if they want to sponsor me, hello, sponsor me because I recommend all of you guys to go there. Uh, it's called La Carniceria. There's in Riverside, South Gate. I forgot which other ones, but you guys can look it up on Instagram delicious. I tagged it in my story But if you need it, i'll send it to you And I just had the greatest time hanging out with my family and just catching up like Everybody has different schedules. So it's really hard for us to get all together at once like Everybody always has something going on But for once we were all able to come together at the same time And honestly, I live for those moments Like I love just hanging out with my family and just us eating and cracking up and making fun of each other. It's always a good time. I want to say Happy Mother's Day to all those moms out there. And I also want to take a moment to recognize and send my heart out to all those who have a difficult time during Mother's Day, those who have lost a mom, don't have a relationship with their mom, have never had a mom. I send you my love and a big hug. And I just want to let you know that I'm thinking of you. So in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, which is May, I wanted to record this podcast that's been highly requested, and the podcast is going to be about how to be there for someone who is battling with depression. And a depression in our Latino community is always something that has been swept under the rug. Most recently, more people like were more aware of depression, what it looks like, and it looks different on a lot of people you could there's different forms of depression there's chronic depression there's like people who have episodes of depression and in our community it's always like I said been swept under the rug and if if si estás triste like if you're sad Ponte limpiar. go go clean or oh my god you're just thinking about things too much and I think because of this it's very difficult to be there for someone who has depression because we don't know how to be there The first thing that you need to know is that not everyone experiences depression the same way. And sometimes you may not even know that someone's going through depression, but here are a few signs of maybe someone in your life exhibiting symptoms of depression. Um, Someone may seem sad or tearful more than usual, appear more pessimistic than usual, or hopeless about the future. They talk about feeling guilty, empty, worthless. They seem less interested in spending time together or communicating less frequently. They get upset easily and seem unusually irritable. They have less energy. They move slowly. They have less interest in their appearance, like basic hygiene, such as showering, brushing their teeth. They don't want to do it. They have trouble sleeping more than usual. They care less about usual activities. They experience forgetfulness they eat more or less than usual, or they talk about death or suicide. So if you want to help someone and you, you're you not quite sure of how to help, you know, start a conversation. For me personally, I always ask my friends, like, I have friends with kids. I'm like, oh, how are the kids? How's your husband? Like, how are you? Good. And like, I kind of can gauge when my friends are not doing well with their mental health because I know them. I know how they act. I know how chipper they are or how how they are, right? And the other day, my friend, um I asked her, "How are you?" and she said, "I'm okay." And I was just like, "Hmm, like sounds a little weird. Like I've never heard her just say okay." And I started like, "No, really, friend. Like how are you? Like are you feeling good mentally? Like what's going on?" Like, "And sure enough, she was going through some difficult stuff, and I was like, "I'm here for you. Like whatever you need, you need someone to talk to, you just need someone to sit there with you." Like, For example, let's say that you're trying to find out if someone is going through something. Like, you start asking questions like, it seems like you've been having a hard time lately. What's on your mind? Or, hey, I've noticed that you're acting a little different. Is everything okay? Or whatever it is, whatever behavior you have observed that your friend's doing or your loved one that is not normal to you, you got to ask. Because sometimes all you have to do is ask a question. Because if you never ask, you're not going to know. And not everybody's going to want to talk about it, but some people might want to talk about it. They might not want your advice, though. So you have to make sure to engage with your friend using active listening techniques. For example, ask questions to get the information. Instead of assuming you understand what they mean, what they feel, validate their feelings. You could say, like, that sounds really difficult. I'm sorry to hear that you're going through that. Show empathy and show interest with your body language. Because sometimes someone just needs to, like they just need to let it all out and you don't have to give advice. You just have to listen and be there for them. And if you do figure out and they let you know that they have depression, make sure you're there for their support and you could also help them find support. Uh, Sometimes people don't know that they're depressed. Like I have some friends and I've had instances where they're like, hey, I'm feeling like this. Like I don't feel like I have motivation. Like what's going on? And I'm like, it sounds like depression, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not a freaking psychologist or mental health expert, but I know what depression feels like. And I know what it looks like because I've seen it in my family. I've been through it. Like I know for me in the past, um, when a friend has been like, oh shoot, like, I think I might be a little depressed. I always I'm like, oh, like, do you know that if you talk to your doctor, they could refer you to see a therapist or through work. There's a lot of programs. And if you just need to talk to somebody like someone who doesn't know you and you feel comfortable, like eventually, like I finally found a therapist that I liked. In the beginning, it was difficult. And I was just like, no, what am I doing? Like, I don't like these people. And finally, I found someone that I really liked. And then it was easy to talk to that person. And sometimes people don't even know where to begin. So give that advice or help them. Oh, hey, I can help you find a therapist. Or if you need me to go with you for emotional support. I know when I went to therapy, I remember feeling like ashamed and scared and nervous. And I was like, oh, my God, um, they're going to think I'm crazy. Like, that's what I thought because I was having these terrible thoughts and I was just like, I have to go and I had someone go with me and be there for me and just sit in the waiting room and that just made me feel like I had a safety blanket even though it was one of the most difficult things I had to do was to admit that I was actually depressed and to make an appointment and to go to the doctor just having that emotional support just sitting in the lobby for me was more than enough and I know right now with COVID things are a little weird but even if they if you drive your friend to therapy that's like a lot because you feel safe a good thing to do when you're helping someone with depression is to learn about depression on your own there's a lot of articles online there's a lot of youtube there's everything we have everything at the palm of our hands so educate yourself see like maybe you could do some research on how to help someone with depression like listen to this podcast (laughs) No, but there's like different exercises you can do to help someone and like just learn, educate yourself on why they feel the way they feel. And I mean, like I said, we're not mental health experts, but we can do research to kind of understand what that person is going through. You can also offer to help with everyday tasks. Sometimes people with depression, it's hard to do day-to-day tasks like grocery shopping, laundry, or like cleaning up their house and it might be hard for someone with depression to really ask for help because they don't want to burden anybody and you can always instead of asking is there anything I can do for you say what do you need the most help with today and if you see that they're feeling down or maybe their fridge is empty then say can I take you grocery shopping or do you want me to pick you up something from the grocery store let's go to the grocery store cook dinner together because sometimes all they need is someone just to be there to be physically there with them to do these tasks that seem daunting. People with depression might have a hard time reaching out to friends and family or making plans or even keeping plans. And sometimes someone with depression might be canceling with you all the time. You just have to make sure that you let them know, like, okay, I understand, like, you're going through a rough patch and. There's no pressure and just remind them that you're happy to see them whenever they feel like it. So keep on inviting them, even if they cancel the plans, just so if they are up to it one day, then they'll show up and they won't feel like you forgot about them. If you're dealing with someone that has depression, um, it can be something that you want to be fixed right away and you don't want your loved one to feel a certain way, but you have to be patient because... Depression improves with treatment, but it can be a slow process because you never know what medication they're going to give that person with depression or maybe their therapist that they got they don't like and they have to go through trial and error. And medication too. Sometimes medication doesn't go well with certain bodies and it takes a while to get like the right medication, the right therapist. So just be patient. I know it's hard to see someone you love Go through depression but be patient because imagine if you're not if you're not patient imagine how they feel and just remember to always stay in touch. I know with life it's hard and being adults like we all have our own lives but don't forget about those friends. Um shoot them a text even if it's just like a I've been thinking about you, I care about you. It can help. It can help a lot because they could be in a dark place and you just remind them that they're important and that you think about them. Depression usually does involve sadness and a low mood, but it also has other symptoms. So you have to be aware that other symptoms of depression can involve someone who's angry or irritable, confusion, difficulties with memory, excessive fatigue, they're always tired, physical symptoms such as they have stomach aches, frequent headaches, or muscle pain. Your friend can often seem like they're in a bad mood or they're exhausted all the time, But you have to keep in mind that this could be part of depression. Depression doesn't just mean that you're sad. It could come in different forms. Even if you don't know how to help them, just say, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. I'm here to help if there's anything I can do. When you're there for someone, you have to avoid taking things personally. Your friend or loved one's depression isn't your fault just as much as it's not their fault that they're feeling this way. Just try not to let it get to you, even if they lash out at you, if they're angry, if they act a certain way. You have to just take a step back and realize that they're going through something that is very hard to go through. And please, please, please avoid trying to fix them. Because in Hispanic families, I know this is very common, like, if someone says, oh, está deprimido, like he's depressed, or she's depressed, and they're like, oh, they should be grateful for what they have, like I had it worse, or things of that sort, stop, or, oh my God, estás pensando en puras cosas tristes, like why are you just thinking of sad stuff? You have to remember that depression is a very serious mental health condition, and it requires professional treatment. It's not something that you cure overnight. It can be hard to understand what depression feels like if you've never been through it, personally, I've been through it, so I know what it feels like. So I was reading an article about this and um, a line that really stood out to me was, it says, if you wouldn't say something to someone living with a physical condition like diabetes or cancer, you probably shouldn't say it to your friend with depression. And I'm like, whoa, that is so true because depression is an illness. We have to avoid minimizing or comparing their experience of depression When we're talking to our friend or loved one, because it it's hard, it's very hard, and you might the best way to help someone with depression is to validate their feelings. You can say something like, "I can't imagine how hard that is to deal with. I know I can't make you feel better, but just remember that you're not alone. I'm here for you." Depression increases a person's risk of suicide or self injury, so it's really helpful to know some signs where you might have to intervene, like. Someone who is talking about death or dying or purchasing a weapon, increased substance abuse, risky or dangerous behavior, getting rid or giving away treasured possessions, talking about feeling trapped and like saying that they want a way out, pushing people away and saying they want to be left alone, saying goodbye with more feeling than usual, if you think that your friend's considering suicide, you need to encourage them to call their therapist or even offer to call for them because you don't want to not say anything and then something happens to your loved one. And there's always like su- the, ni- the National Suicide Prevention Line, you can reach that at 1-800-273-8255 you can always take that friend to the emergency room and stay with them. Depression is something very difficult to deal with, not only for the person suffering from the illness, but also for the family and friends of that person. So just be there for them and encourage them to seek help and provide your own help when your friend needs it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed recording it and just sharing some knowledge that I acquired by doing some research and just from experience. And there's a lot of books, there's a lot of articles that you can read up on helping someone with depression, things you can do, things you can say, because sometimes it is hard. It's hard to know what to say, what not to say. So, a little life update. So, a few episodes ago, I did tell you guys that I was going to get back on the dating apps. So, I did. I got back on the dating apps, and let me tell you guys how many dates I've been on. None. Zero. Cero. Ninguno. (laughs) And it's been, like, I've actually kind of tried to um, hold conversations and, you know, pimp out my profile and have prompts that bring up conversation and just, like, I don't know. i maybe, like, my hinge is broken or something, but it's just not for me. So, if you guys know of anyone in Southern California that's around 30-something years old, (laughs) Send them my way. Um, I'm just kidding, not really. But if you know someone that is over, okay, people say hi. It doesn't matter, but hi it matters to me now. It used to not. I gave the short kings a chance, and I'm sorry, short kings, but it's time for the tall guys because your girl, she's she's a tall girl. I am about five eight, and I gave the short kings a chance, and they still played me. So. I want to get played by a tall guy, okay? I'm kidding. Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And follow me on TikTok and on Instagram at Latina. Have a great week. Bye.